Boom. Hello and welcome to the Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast with your host, Byron Rogers. This podcast is dedicated to the executive protection practitioner, the private security professional. In this podcast, we're going to talk about the mental, emotional, psychological, physiological fitness that goes into being an efficient and effective executive protection agent. Whether you're in law enforcement, whether you're a mom that's looking at how to protect your children or a father that's focused on how to protect his family. I believe this podcast has something for all of you. We might even get into some tales from the crypts of true Hollywood stories from time to time. I'm doing this podcast because I feel the reality of this job is simple. If you really want to be good at executive protection, it's more than just a job. It really is a lifestyle. And those of you who've been in the game for any serious amount of time, you already know what I'm saying is true. So if that sounds interesting to you, Enjoy the show. Out. Boom. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers here again. And this time I've got Elijah Shaw here with me, man. It's always an honor to have you. How you doing, brother? Byron, what up? We we finally made it happen again. Yes. Uh, Side note, one of the most difficult things about this about this podcast is coordinating with solid professionals who are making moves because we're some busy people. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I wish we could just like share the screenshots. Yeah. All, all the back and forth we had <laughs> trying to make this happen. You right. know, it's like, oh, I got this going on. How's your three o'clock look? You yeah. know, we're trying to coordinate through different time zones and, you know, hey man, mm-hmm. but we made it happen. And that's the flow. It's the EP flow. Like anybody who's in the game totally gets it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? It, like, it, it's never like, Oh man, you can't do that because we understand, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I, I always try to say like, our, our time is not our time, it's the client's time. You know what I mean? Exactly. And yeah. so, uh, and it was funny, me and you just laughed about this before before we uh, went live. Mm-hmm. Like right when we finally, like, hey, how, how are you looking at an hour? And it's like, yeah, I can do this. And mm-hmm. 10 minutes before we jumped on the phone, the client rang me and I'm like, fuck. You know? <laughs> like this is happening. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it worked yeah. out, man. That's just, you're always one one phone call or text message away at all times, you know. All times, bro. That's the truth, man. So that's solid. So I'm I'm honored to have you on here, man. I'm looking forward to this uh, myself, even uh, because you know you're a man that has walked it and lived it and does it, and an icon in the industry. Uh, so it's an honor to have you on here. Real quick, drop a quick background for those who don't know who you are before we get into the EDC field, my brother. Uh, got you. Uh, my name is Elijah Shaw. I own a company called Icon Global. I've been in the industry for, I think it's about 27 years now. Last time I counted, I think that's the number that we're at here. So years, I, I think it's about 20 years. That just means I'm just old as shit. That's all it is. But, <laughs> um, man, that's what's up. <laughs> but, uh, my, 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 uh, my niche, the area that I kind of focus a lot of my attention is, is I work in the celebrity security space. That's not the only thing that my company does, but that's the kind of piece that I'm, that I'm known for. And, uh, and with that, I also teach a course. Um, so I teach a course on celebrity protection. Um, and I do that in conjunction with ESI, Executive Security International, which most of you guys know is like one of the oldest um, bodyguard schools in the country. And, uh, and recently, I, I just wrote a book, uh, me and a, uh, a very distinguished gentleman named Dale June wrote a book. It's called An Introduction to Celebrity Protection and Touring. And so, again, it focused on that, that segment of the marketplace. And uh, and that's how now you can grab it at Amazon if anybody's interested. Hope you don't mind me plugging that, bro. Get that book, <laughs> y'all. Get that book. I'm getting the book. <laughs> I hope you don't mind me plugging that. But, yeah, um, no, we'll do a review, yeah. too. That's coming. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, but that's... Um, 
you know, that's uh, kind of my forte and that's the area that I, that I work in and I, I work in that, that full time. So between running the company, uh, working actively full time with clients, uh, I say pretty busy as, as you know, cause it makes it difficult to, to catch up for stuff like this, man. But, sure. but I, you know, I, I love doing things like this, particularly with people that, that I, that I enjoy interacting with. And I think you've got a great format and we talked about this when we did our one-on-one yeah. uh, when you, ha- you had me on the show before. So, um, so I, I do think it's a great outlet, man. And it's useful for people who, um, who, you know, just want to get some insight from some people who've already done it uh, or just want to just look at an alternate viewpoint. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not just for newcomers. It's just like, yo, let me just see somebody else's perspective, somebody else's background. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and part of what that could do is, you know, a lot of people, man, look at things, uh, like, yo, there's only one way to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, it's it's so to them, so black and white that if you don't do it this way, you're doing it wrong. Right. And I don't subscribe to that theory, bro, because mm-hmm. I think that there's there's many different ways that we can get to the same end result. Yeah. And if, if the client's happy and you're not endangering anybody and you know what I mean? If the shit hits the fan, you know, you can react accordingly. And mm-hmm. hopefully the things don't ever hit the fan. But if you've got all those pieces in place, there are multiple solutions to a problem, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. If the efficiency and proficiency is there, I'm good with it, man. Yes, bro. <laughs> you know? Yes, man. Yeah. I, I appreciate everything you said, man. That's good. That's an honor. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, nah, the show is dope, man. I, like, uh, for, I mean, even from, I don't know, I might've been on like just episode, was that episode yeah, you four were, or something? It was early, man. It was like- Yeah, but I mean, but since then, like, I'm like, I don't, when does this guy sleep? Because, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, because there's a lot of work that goes on to producing something mm-hmm. like that. You know, it's not just, you know, one pinning down somebody that you want to interview, yeah. but, you know, all the things that have to happen in post-production and make that happen. So, and and the, and the product has been very quality, man. So, so my hat's off to you, bro. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. It's, I've learned systems. Systems are the key gotcha. to leveraging yeah, yeah. your efforts. You facts, know? facts. And it's always just coming up with more sophisticated, efficient systems to have mm-hmm. the effort just be able to, you know what I mean? Um, that's the game. That's And then, then you're cooking with some tartar sauce. If you can figure that out, like I like to say. Somebody asked me the other day, Yo, why is it tartar sauce? Why are you cooking with tartar sauce? I'm like, can you cook with tartar sauce? And he was like, <laughs> like, like, no. I'm like, that's why. It's <laughs> then you're like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right, cool. We got to get on top. EDC. EDC. All right, gotcha. All right, cool. <laughs> um, everyday carry stuff. Consideration. What do you carry inside of kind of your segment? Why do you carry what you carry? Um, what stands out? Okay, sure. Oh. Um, so in terms of everyday carry, um, you know, you know, I really wish, man, I had because uh, because right now I'm I'm uh, we're talking and I'm I'm not at my residence and I would have loved to have done it from my residence because I would have had a lot of different things that I could kind of show people or whatever. But um, but essentially, I think you know, for professionals that have been in the business for a while, they have a kind of a core kit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you've got your medical bag. You know, you've got some of your essentials that you need. You know, your power adapters and your backup power adapters and the redundancy that kind of comes with yeah. that. But you know, but. You know, I, I, you know, I spend a lot of my time in the celebrity protection arena, so I kind of tailor my go bag, I tailor my kit to that, and it's it's, it's very functional. It doesn't have a lot of the um, the fluff in it, okay. and uh, and you know, one of the things that I want to mention, which might be different than some of the other people that you interview, you know, there's not a lot of emphasis on firearms and the things that I do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm I travel about eighty uh, percent of the year. 
and 60% of that is international. So yeah. if the focus of what I did was with firearms, I'm going to have a problem, bro. Right. Because, you know, just logistically speaking, I'm not going to be able to take this weapon all over the place. And I hear people say otherwise and more power to them. Yeah, you know, they, they, they might know some things that I don't know, but it's just it's just not practical in the things that I do. So anyway, I say that. So I designed my kit around some mm-hmm. things that 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 helped me uh, basically uh, be able to do the job that I need to do. But uh but is that it's efficient. And, it's, and, and again, with all of the traveling, with all of the moving, uh, you know, it's wonderful when I have the opportunity to fly private. But if I'm flying through these commercial airports, constantly going in and out of my bag, they're constantly going through my gear. So I've got to make it so that I'm not holding up, you know, the rest of the production in theory. You know what I mean? If I got to do these types of movements and stuff. And a lot of times that's what happens. You know, right. Security will get jammed up, you know, even if it's with comms, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah, why have radios? Why have radios in your bag? <laughs> yeah, bro, I know it's you, weird. You recently went to Israel, so you yes. know. You know what I mean? You, you I got guys in Israel right now. We had the whole brief. I've lost a guy on a detail. Go home because he left something in his bag in Israel. Yo, they make you flip your whole entire bag in and out. And he got sent home because he lost something in his bag. And um, yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, case in point, man, those are the things I'm talking about. So I so I have to be cognizant of that. You know what I mean? So there's there's you know, I call it real world versus textbook. There's a yeah. reality to the job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and then there's this like, oh, yeah, we're going to carry everything plus the kitchen sink in our bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, with that said, my go bag's pretty heavy, man. And my guys give me crap about it all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's what's but, up. But, but, but part of that is, is that redundancy. Because what I always say is that I'm not just packing for myself. I have to pack for myself and the client. That's so even just something as simple as, um, you know, an iPhone charger. Yep. If if I pull out my iPhone charger, he's going to need it. Exactly. Like, I'm, just, I'm just giving it away. And it's so your I responsibility to make it. sure he gets it. Absolutely. So I just have to have two iPhone chargers. It's just yep. that simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the fact that I'm probably not going to get that one back means I need to have three <laughs> because, you know, it's going to flip around. Exactly, bro. So so my go bag has a lot of like just duplicates in it. You know what I yeah. mean? Just multiples of that, you know, and uh, and I and and I and I strategically think about that and strategically plan that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. I, that's been my experience as well. You pull it out; it's the clients. You for better sure. have another one because your phone goes down, your comms start going down. It can get real weird real quick for you, and you're like, "Yo, where am I? I got to get back to the. I got to get back to the spot." <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, and, and we depend a lot, you know. It, and I don't care what anybody says, it's true. I mean, we depend a lot on our cell phones. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So we're yeah, going to yeah. burn through that cell phone pretty quick, that juice. If you, you know, if you- apple juice. Exactly. If you look, I mean, it just is what it is. Man. You know, yeah, it's the game now. So if you're going to constantly run around looking for a charger and that kind of stuff, you got to figure out how to kind of, like you say, maximize your efficiency. Um, mm-hmm. So this is one thing that I, I, I keep with me all the time. And it's just one of these uh, multi-port chargers. Awesome. Uh, this one's kind of big. It's kind of heavy, and it takes a while to juice up. Mm-hmm. But it it has a, it handles a charge forever, and I can run multiple ones. So oh, brand, I think this is a Mophie. Yeah, it's a Mophie. So it's a okay. it's a Mophie, and uh, this one here was I think this one's about at least when I bought it, it was about three hundred bucks, two hundred ninety nine dollars. Worth it. Again, it it takes a while to charge up, but I just throw it on the charger at night, mm-hmm. and then in the daytime when I'm running it. I can charge up my phone and I can charge up my backup. 
Yep. And so, and, so, and, and, so and, and that's, so that's the piece for me. So, so again, I'm always kind of thinking like that, man, like, you know, so I've, I've got a couple iPhone charges in there. I've got a couple uh, Android charges, even though I don't use an Android phone. Yep. So if you need it, you, you, I'm not going to spend time going to the store to go try and buy it because the right. client needs something. So, so I'm going to have that plus, it, you know, that same portal or run some other gear as well. Mm-hmm. So again, I look at a lot of the things that I have as, 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 as practical stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that fills my go back. Oh, the one thing I wanted to mention first, and I hope you don't mind, you can yeah, get after it, it. rearrange it if you wanted to, <laughs> is actually the type of bag. Okay. So, so what I do is I, I run a modular system. And so okay. what I have is I have a big go bag, which is like a backpack. Yeah. And then inside that I have a smaller pack. Yes. And that pack is like a, like a, just, just like a knapsack that I can right. roll up. Okay. And inside that, I will have a messenger, the the shoulder strap. One sling, yeah, like a sling. One, the, the sling, the sling bag, exactly. So I try and, when I move, I try and move with all three of those bags and they're just folded up inside each other. And that way, depending on what the mission is, yep. where I'm headed, I can just break it down into smaller components. Yeah. So that's my piece there. So for instance, in my, in my biggest bag, I carry my laptops in that bag when we're moving. Because I don't mm-hmm. know when the next time I'm going to be able to get back to, you know, where I got to send emails or, you know, or do something or, or do some things that I, that I use my laptop for. So that's in my biggest bag. But if I'm going on a movement where I don't need all of that, I can just break that down into a smaller component. Outstanding. I do the exact same thing, man. Because you don't know, because you might go on an excursion, a trip, uh, a part of the day where it's like, yo, I don't need my big bag. I can't be walking around with a big bag. I need to break out my sling bag right quick so I still have my bare essentials on me. Um, And that's game. (laughs) That's EP game right there, man. That's solid game. You know, and 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 so it's it's bigger, medium size, and then and then smaller. Um, uh, you know, I try and stay away from tactical looking bags unless the intention is to have something tactical looking. Um, and that's the same way with gear too. And and mm-hmm. I know that's a little bit off topic here, but mm-hmm. I always believe in in making sure that intent. So whatever we're doing, we're doing knowing that we're doing it. So there is a time and a place, I think, for when you're wearing you know, quote unquote, tactical clothing. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's, you're intentionally trying to give that off. Now, yeah. you know, there's some guys that wear it to look cool or something, but there's sometimes that you want to be able to send that signal. It's the same thing yeah. with, you know, you know, a, a, a pair of aviators versus a pair of like Oakley's, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Oliver People glasses. So, you know what I mean? It's this type of sunglasses you wear, they all have intent. So the same thing with a bag. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so usually I end up trying to, to trend towards just, taking a normal bag mm-hmm. and just converting that for my use. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to show you right here. So this is the bag I spend most of the time carrying. Let me tell you where I got this bag from. The huh. bag. So what this is, is it's actually a camera bag and it's a camera bag. And I take a lot of pictures, but that's not, that's besides the point. Yeah. yeah no. Camera bag, but it's because it's, so it's modular. modular. Yep. So you can yep. take out pieces reinsert pieces fit it out just how you want it and Mm -hmm. the guy that told me about this bag and showed me this bag wasn't a camera guy he was he was the crew chief for a a big star with nascar oh wow okay so so i so i so so i so i I went with a client we went to a nascar race i'm doing my advance Mm -hmm. uh i'm gonna take a visit to the uh the pit and, and then see the cars and stuff like that end up striking up this conversation with the guy who's the lead chief and he had this bag 
Mm. And it was all his gear. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's got wires and cord, you know, all these. And you got to keep it all organized. And he he kept it organized. And he told me about this bag, man. I'm like, oh, wait, I got to get this bag. And and so I've I've carried this bag as my main bag for about, oh, that was probably about six years now or so. And Mm. uh, and and it's it's a durable bag. It's a camera bag. So it's padded. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that means that, you know, again, I could put my laptop in it. Uh, but if, if I got to move and I got to drop this bag to do something, I'm not worried about it in terms because it absorbs the shock a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, you know, depending on the type of aircraft that you're on, if you've got to stuff it in the overhead bin or put it under the seat, it still has enough room that it'll give some this mm-hmm. compression on it. So if you've got to kind of stuff it in, it doesn't damage the things that you're in it. And uh, because it's designed to be a sturdy pack, the shoulder straps are reinforced. So, awesome. you know, so again, I, I carry quite a bit of gear at times, uh, so it can get kind of heavy. Uh, but when I need something lighter, I can break it down into smaller components and grab my grab my other bag out. So that's solid game, y'all. That's solid game. I know another guy who's been in the industry about this long and he runs around the camera bag too. I'm getting a camera bag. I've been using oh. my Tumi bag. My Tumi's pretty gangster. I've been I've been loving it, but it's time for something different because I need uh-huh. more gear. Uh, and I'm, I'm right now I'm in this like in between phase with bags. I've tried some, um, I tried a few different brands, but, uh, and my Tumi has been kind of my, like, go my, my go-to, um, mm-hmm. but, and, and another thing you said that's significant on the, um, dress considerations. Yes. I love that. Like there's times when you do want to look tactical, like there are times when I was traveling and I experienced the same thing you said when traveling. Yo, I honestly, like, I didn't even have a CCW in Cali the first five years I was doing this work because I was traveling and there was legitimately no reason for me to have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I was on the road so much. Sure. Come back, 24-hour turnaround, slip the ladies at the dry cleaners a couple extra dollars to get me on a suit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like thing, you know, like, it's just, sure. I mean, some, maybe some dudes at some serious levels or somewhere or just run around with uh, a hardware like that. Yeah. But my experience with traveling was like, yo, the chef on the detail better have the right plastic cutlery, even at some, <laughs> even at some of the private airports around the world, because you will get hassled. Um, uh, so, no, that's that's real. And then there were times when we would deliberately break out the Max Expedition, uh, get 1022'd up because we wanted to look hard. Um, and there were times when it was like, yo, no, don't be those guys. Sure. We're rolling straight civilian uh, as gray as we can. You know, absolutely. But I think what you were saying, though, is that but it was intentional. It was very intentional. And that's the piece, bro. Yes. Yeah. That's 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 what separates the professionals, I think, is that everything's intentional. You know what I mean? The watch I see you wearing is intentional. You know what I mean? Like everything. Yes, bro. And and it's funny. Again, again, we don't want to go too far off topic. Right. Because we could just flow. You already know how that is. Right. (laughs) You've done this before. Yeah. But I mean, again, you're thinking about what type of watch you wear. You're thinking about what type of shoe you're wearing. You're thinking about, okay. You know, at noon, I'm going to be in this type of environment. But mm-hmm. by 6 p.m., 7 p.m., if the client wants to move here, I'm in a whole different type of environment. Mm-hmm. I can't go, hey, can you wait for me so I can go change? You know, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you're wrong. You can't do that. <laughs> if you're working with a high net worth individual, they can get away with going to no place with sweats. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? A fancy restaurant. You don't mm-hmm. you're not necessarily afforded that luxury. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I always say, it's, you know, it's it's, it's easier to dress down than it is to dress up truth you know you got the suit on you you know take the tie off you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you need to casual it up a little bit take the jacket off roll up the sleeves you know what i mean it's a lot tougher though 
if you got, you know, the sneakers on and shorts and all yeah. of a sudden you guys are going into, you know, a black tie affair, uh, you know, or even just oh, a yeah. restaurant. So, you know, these are things that that we need to be mindful of. And, mm. and again, even taking it back to to what we carry in our bag. So, so, you know, in my bag, man, I'll have a jacket, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'll have a different pair of shoes, if, you know, if I think that the that where we're going, the mission is going to dictate that piece there. So yeah. I'm in advance of it because I don't ever want to do anything that holds the client up because right. all of a sudden I've got to readjust and re- refit. Yes. And this is the magic of this episode is understanding those considerations that drive our behavior with our EDC. Cause that's the whole game. You know, it's the software that's going to make guys more powerful out there in the game. I've, and I've had to learn that lesson the hard way, man. I had definitely had, it. Uh, I remember a day in Israel where, we did something ultra formal. We had something ultra formal in the evening, but before we got there, we had to do some stuff uh, out by uh, the River Jordan. And right. homie, I remember standing there in my church shoes, thinking, just drenched, <laughs> drenched in my all black, whatever I was wearing for the evening thing. And I was, I swore the seals, the the soles of my shoes were melting onto the pavement. I remember thinking, I would never. I will never do this like lesson learned, man. Lesson learned, right? Yeah, yeah. The client could get invited to a nice dinner like that. Mm-hmm. And so you guys were chilling hard right. Now you're going somewhere nice and yes. gotta represent the brand. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. I, I talk to the guys, you know what I mean, when you know we talk about things like these award shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, you're not you're not gonna get inside the award show if your entire wardrobe consists of jeans and a white t-shirt it's just not gonna happen bro you're you know cool. you're gonna be waiting in the car you're just, yes. just not gonna happen bro the so you, you got to think about the brand you know you represent your personal brand and you represent whatever your client's brand then as well as well mm-hmm. yeah. and the company whoever you're working for is brand too facts absolutely right. <laughs> be the one I, I, absolutely bro uh so okay let's see other stuff that i carry in my bag yes, um sir. Again, to me, it's a lot of practical stuff. I wanted to show you this one thing. In fact, I just did a, a, a post about it the other day. I was laughing about it. Yo, do you know how amazing this Tide pin is? I, I mean, I've seen a commercial. It's the one where you like can take stains off your shirt and stuff. It works, bro. It Listen, really works. It really works. Like, so yeah. I just ended up taking. I had these Tide pins, and I just, you know, you can find them from Target or something like that. Yeah. Just throw me a bag. It's the size of a pin, so it doesn't take up any space. Okay. If you, get a, if you get a stain or something in your shirt, you rub this on there, and it's gone. And it's funny because I, I I wanted to show it to you when we originally had had set up the meeting. Yeah. Between that time, I ended up loaning it out to somebody that had a stain that never got it back. You're never gonna so, see it again. I'm not gonna see it again. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, this is a, a tie pin, bro. Take it, buy it, just toss it in the back of your bag. If you never need it, it never it won't take up any space. But that one time you get that spaghetti on you, right. <laughs> you know, in the white shirt. It'll right? come right out, bro. Yeah. Or a client gets something on on the shirt, man. You, that's a three point shot right there. Yo, all the time, bro. Yo, this is oh. what I'm trying to say, and it's just the little wins like that. You know, oh. that's why I was. That's why I pack a redundancy. Like right. I'm, I'm, I'm never buying one neutral game bar. Right. Ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. You know, they're gonna say something like, you know, man, I'm starving, and you know, I got a bar in my bag. Yeah. You know, I need to eat every two hours. Points. So I need to have two bars, but yeah. I'm gonna have one. But you know what I mean? But that's exactly it. It's just it's just the easy little wins there that you that you can that you can it it doesn't take anything out of your schedule Mm-mm. in terms of it doesn't require any massive brain power. It's none of that the kind of stuff. It's just things that you can have that makes your life easier, that makes the client's life easier. Because again, 
you go, hey, what does that have to do with EP? But if all of a sudden, because they're hungry, now you got to stop something off of your route, route, off the itinerary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, you're pulling over at a gas station now at 11 p.m. Right. You can see the rifts that are associated with that. Absolutely. Or you could just be front right seat, reach back and pass a Nutri-Grade bar and carry on about your business. Yeah. You know? So, so, so these are the things that I think, you know, we should be thinking about to make us better protectors, you know, and they're just 100%. little small things. Yeah. And you gain more equity with your client. This dude's thinking thinking ahead. I can maybe not depend on him, but like he has these considerations. Yeah, exactly. This is, this is, it's, it's equity, man. That stuff. And that relationship is going to pay your bills a little bit. can pay your bills longer if you're thinking about all these things. For sure. And, you know, which goes right to what, you know, I talk about here is that we're the only, well, one of the only parts of a client's equation that cost them money, that they don't see an immediate tangible value to. You know what I mean? They don't see a return on that. You know what I mean? Buy a fancy car, they can drive it. Mm -hmm. They purchase a big house, they can drive it. But they Mm got to pay you, you know, X amount of thousands of dollars a year and they don't see anything. Mm -hmm. And they go, hey, nobody's ever tried to. Yeah, and if you're doing your job. Exactly, right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so then they got to talk to their business manager and they got to go, well, you know. Where can we cut the fat? We spent all of this because you bought this fancy car. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll take security down from using them every week to just use them on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Or just use them for special events. Or just use them for tours. So it's little small things, you know what I mean? And uh, and if it's carrying a tie pin, uh, a neutral grain bar, and a five-hour energy in your bag, tote that, you know? That's life. Yeah, exactly. That's life. Exactly. No, that's good. That's good. Gouge. That's magic, man. Solid. Any other items like uh, that stand out to you that uh, are anything that's like venue specific? Say you're going to work a, um, you're rolling into a venue. Well, uh, so before that, okay, you know we we, we so we went from bag, we got yeah, so, tied, the tide pin solid <laughs> game. I'm tied pin, bro. Trust me, man. You're gonna be like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so even, you know, whatever it is that we're doing, like the type of site events. Okay. And if I'm working with a team, you know, I've got somebody doing the site events. Mm-hmm. Or if, if it's just me moving around, you know, I've got to sometimes communicate back to the client mm-hmm. what it is that I'm seeing. You know what I mean? Hey, you know, you know, what's this place look like? What's, you know, what's the event that we're going to look like, et cetera. So I'm big on uh, using technology that we have. So, you know, so that's, you know, use your iPhone for more than just Facebook and scrolling through Instagram. Right, right. You know, so, you know, I have the guys take a picture. Tell me, you know, don't just tell me what the site looks like. You know, take a picture, send it to me. You know what I mean? Take some seconds here. Uh, um, And, you know, I go one step further and I I like video. You know what I mean? So I'll take the video, you know, and I I can just kind of dissect that and say, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? And, And my team. You know, they're used to it now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when they go do a site advance, they just shoot me over the video. And then the questions I have, and they might go, hey, you know, Elijah, everything's not prepared yet. Or this is only one part of it, this one segment of it. Or here's mm-hmm. this route. But here's yeah. something you can look at. And again, yeah. I'll do the same thing. And I'll, I'll transmit some things to the protectee mm-hmm. that relate to what he needs to see. You know what I mean? This yeah. is the, the composition of the room. This is how people are dressed. This, you know, whatever that is. You know, so yeah. those are useful information. So so I do a lot of that, obviously, with a camera phone. Mm-hmm. But the other piece is just a straight up camera, man. Yeah. And uh, and again, uh, I'm a little bit of a photography buff. Yeah. But 
with a camera, particularly okay. if you're involved in like, you know, if you're doing anything, man, where you need to be doing any type of counter surveillance. Yeah. Uh, why you, haven't I thought this is good yo, stuff? Yo, you just blend in. You know what I mean? Like you want like a security dude has a camera. Yeah. Well, yes. You know, and, and, and this is when you want to look like the goofy tourist. You know, right. and, you know, again, we'll take it back to the Middle East here. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had to take a client and we went from we went from Israel to um, to Palestine uh-huh. uh, because we wanted to go to Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the team that I work with, the Israeli team, couldn't travel over there for obvious reasons. Oh, so it was me and my core team had to move over there uh, uh, to, to be able to go into Bethlehem. Yeah. So what we did was with some pretty big guys, we kind of stand out, you know? Yeah. So what we did was we we used that to our advantage. So we dressed down, yeah. picked up some uh, jerseys. Uh, we looked like a soccer team, threw the shorts on. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever worn a pair of flip-flops in my life, bro. I had the <laughs> flip-flops on, you know, and yeah. brought out the cameras. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And basically, we shadowed the protectee who went and saw the, the sites, you know, in uh, in Bethlehem, Bethlehem, and we shadowed them, looking like a bunch of just, you know, jocks. You know what I mean? Yeah, taking yeah. pictures and taking selfies and all of this kind of stuff, all at the same time. And and make no doubt about it, our presence was noticed. Yeah. Was, was noted, but it was noted as, oh, you know, look at these goofy Americans. You know what I mean? Right. It was you know, less friction involved. It, yes, exactly. We didn't look like we were a tactical team, you know, providing protectee to someone that has high value. Right. You know, instead, we look like a, 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 a group of Americans that were on a, a tourist trip. And this right here, people would discount you. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And so 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 I, so I, I incorporate this into a lot of the things that I do, um, uh, because, again, it allows me to, you know, to get a big... Um, a clear picture of the areas and the environments that I'm in mm-hmm. and just wearing it around your neck, you know, looking overt in the things that you're doing. Again, it's very intentional, mm-hmm. you know, kind of brings the, the, the level down, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. Cause you, cause you think you're a tourist, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and so it was, it's worked out really well for me. So uh, I carry it in my bag all the time when, when I have other gear in my bag and this happens all the time mm-hmm. and I'm going through customs, and they say, yo, you know, what is all this stuff? And then they see the big camera and I go, I'm a photographer. Bro, they don't know what the rest of the stuff is. Oh, it's yeah. photography equipment. Zip it up and I'm on my way. He's one of yeah. All, all the time, because they don't know anything else with the photographer. I go, I'm a nature photographer. And they just, all right, zip me up and just fly, fly me through. Man. And, and, and again, if you're working internationally, and, and I know yeah. a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, in terms of you, your viewers and stuff, a lot of them mm. work internationally. I saw a guy get jammed up in Jordan at the airport because he had a telescope. Yeah. You know, because they're serious about, you know, security and protecting the airspace. Exactly. So I watched this guy get jammed up because he had a telescope, you know, so you got to be careful in the things that you carry and how you're moving around with with stuff. So, yeah, I got snagged. I got hit one time because I had perfect push-ups in my thing for doing (laughs) pushups. They're like, what are these? What are these? Hold up. (laughs) I had to like show them like, Nah, I do push-ups like this, but they're serious, man, you know? No, absolutely. I, I used uh, to carry, in fact, this is something that used to be in my go bag that's not anymore uh-huh. because it's just the reason you said, I used to carry the, uh, band the exercise bands. Yeah. I used to carry everything. Yeah. You know, I would throw them in the bottom of my bag and, 
but I would take them on my carry-on mm-hmm. and I got and I got uh popped for that because they said, you know, you know, use it as a strangulation tool or something, you know. Yeah. And, you know. All right, like, so these okay. now. Okay, <laughs> you know, I can't miss this flight. So here you go. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So those, so those are things. So, so I, I, so I definitely carry a camera. And and these are people that I'm saying this for people who not don't necessarily are into photography or anything like that. Just get an old cheapy camera, put it in your bag. Again, if you're moving around in some areas where you know you need to take a couple pictures or whatever. Yeah. The resolution on that is probably going to be better than on your phone. And they got these memory cards you can just throw right into your laptop and then you're good to go. Uh, but again, if you get kind of stopped or jammed up, at least for me, that's something that I that I use and stuff. And so again, we incorporate that into when we're doing site surveys, when we're doing our advances, the guys either send me photography or video. And, uh, and then also with that as well, I use that as training tools. You know, so after the fact, when we're doing our after action stuff and, and uh, we, we kind of talk about, you know, hey, with this visual here, here's what placement could have been. Here's where these weak struck these weak points were. Here's where we could have created more white space. So just something to think about with that. So yeah, so th- those are pieces there. Uh, of course, everybody has, you know, I hope some kind of torch. So some kind of flashlight that you light have. Source. Uh, yeah, you know, some kind of light source. You know, Surefire is the one that I kind of use. You know, everybody kind of probably has their preference or whatever. Um, the only thing I would just caution is try and stay away from the ones that have the fancy batteries. Mm-hmm unless you're going to carry a ton of batteries with you. Right. You know, I mean, you know, and, and that's fine, but if, you know, they got these kind of unique batteries, uh, the different sizes and stuff. And sometimes those aren't, you can't find those all over the place. So if you find yeah. yourself when you're going down with your comms and then you're on the hustle. So I know um, what I'll do is I'll have, you know, my main torch and then I'll have just a little cheapy pen light that I just keep in the bottom of my bag. And mm-hmm. so if one goes out, I at least got something to kind of to back me up with that. Yeah. You know, for me, again, I'm not carrying a firearm uh, a lot of places. So I try and use this, get one that I can use as an impact weapon as well. Mm-hmm. So it's got the the uh, bezel. the bezel. Yeah, it's got the yeah. bezel on it. So again, I, I use that as an impact weapon. You know, if I get stopped by customs or something like that, they never question it yeah. at all. In fact, I'll take it out of my bag. I'll do that. And they know what it is. And they just kind of keep, keep it moving. So, mm-hmm. so again, I'm kind of thinking about, you know, what I can use if I have to go hands-on to something. What can I use to my advantage, particularly if I don't have a firearm with me? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, man, that's a, a a lot of what I use here. Oh, I'm gonna do another quick plug. Do but, it. Uh, plug it up. This is the place, man. We love it. <laughs> this is uh this is the second bag that I use. So this bag here, when it's it's got some stuff in it now, but when it's empty, I can roll this up. It's a Trailmaster 40 liter. I got it at uh, REI, and so anyway, I can roll this bag up, and I okay. put this bag inside my other bag. But this is the bag that I just throw on my shoulder, take a couple things out, and put in here. But mm-hmm. the one thing that I wanted to, to, to kind of plug is, and I think from somewhere everybody should have this, is these luggage tags. I was so, I was going to ask you about it. I was sitting there like, yo, I should ask him to break down the tags, man. Yo, so the, the luggage tags is, it's a thing that, I, you know, I, when I, in the, early on in my career, um, I worked with sports teams. I worked mm-hmm. with the NBA. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so when the players are all moving, you know, they've got some people that are responsible for all of their luggage, trying to make sure it gets on the bus and then off the bus and into the right hotels. And so they have, uh, you better get it this, right too, because that's they better get it right exactly. You know, <laughs> so you know they've got this this system, and and again for them the system was pretty. You know, it was like you had the the team logo on it, and you had the player's name written. I wanted to do something like that, but have a little bit more anonymity when I'm moving with the client's luggage. And you know, I I've got a client that I I worked with that their luggage is I mean their sports cars that are 
less expensive than the luggage that they travel. I'm not talking about the contents of the luggage, the luggage itself. The actual so luggage. the actual luggage itself. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you know, so we we so we're trying to we make sure we spend a lot of time keeping up with the luggage, yeah. and then and then of course I'm trying to simplify all of our movements. So if we're traveling and we're moving and we've got to have these luggage and it's got to go from here to there, and I've got somebody that's responsible for the luggage. And they've got to work in conjunction with, let's say, the hotel that we're going to. I want an easy way to identify all of the pieces, because as soon as we arrive to whatever destination, I'm trying to get the client off the X. So mm-hmm. if we come to the hotel. I'm not trying to spend time in the car picking out this goes here and this goes there, et cetera. I'm just trying to move the client inside of the residence or inside of the, the uh, whatever the run is. And so what I can do is say. You know. Take a look at the luggage tags. So for instance, mine is 007. 007 is going to go to room 336. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The client might have 023. 023 goes into this room here, you know, and I can do that with every member of the team. And so essentially what happens is we can pull up to a hotel and we can give, let's say, the bellman or one member of the team and they'll have a list exactly. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a code and it's not, you know, it doesn't have the client's name on it, doesn't have your name on it, et cetera. So there's yeah. some anonymity there but people can disperse those. And so it's also just great for just, you know, if you've got a few of them and you got your teammates and you guys got all your gear there, you know exactly which bag. Cause you know, a lot of times, particularly if we're carrying Oakley bags, or, you yeah. know what I mean? Something, yeah. the bags look alike. Me bags or whatever. Exactly. You know, so you, you know. can just pick up a bag. So, so I would recommend guys get some type of luggage tags, you know, and figure mm-hmm. out some kind of system that works for you, works for your team that you can incorporate with your protectee. And here comes mm-hmm. the plug part. If you need to buy them, you can you can jump on the site, uh, which is armsliftaway.com. And I've just okay. got luggage tags for sale that you know you can buy and you can buy it. Um, you can just basically pick whatever number you want in terms of whatever okay. numbering system you want. So it's Perfect. kind of a cool thing. So yeah, so I just kind of had these dispersed amongst my team. Everybody has a number and we have multiple sets. So I've got you know six sets of luggage tags with this number on them. So all of my number goes into my room. All of my number goes into this car. Or all of my number goes into, um, or doesn't uh, goes on the plane here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a good way to keep track of that. So website was the website is armslengthaway.com. Boom! There you go, armslengthaway.com. That's what's up, and that's solid. One way to ruin your trip is to mess up the luggage. You want to oh. cause some friction on your trip? Mess up the luggage. You're not even the luggage dude. And the luggage gets messed up. <laughs> Everybody's paying for it. <laughs> uh, see, I, I love the fact that I can tell you speaking from experience. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like you, you've been in that hot seat there, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't care whose responsibility it is. The luggage doesn't get messed up. You know what I mean? Like that's right. Uh, the the, the worst it. feeling ever is to be somewhere like LAX mm-hmm. and the bags are coming down <laughs> and you still haven't seen. <laughs> You know, you know, you hurt and hopefully you got your carry on game right with a couple of that's a whole nother, you know, with a couple of clo- with versatile, a few versatile outfits yes. and uh, some survival gear. Hopefully you did it right because that can happen to your heartbeat. Uh, and yeah, clients' luggage. Yeah, luggage is big. That's that's almost a whole we could do almost an episode on the luggage game. You know, besides. So, uh, so, so yeah, man. Uh, so that that's kind of a lot of what I have, and then the other stuff, man, is just some. You know, I mean, I think this thing here is like super important, but these are just these little convenience pieces here. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, that's hand sanitizer, um, 
uh, again, I talk about like I'll have the little five hour energy drinks mm-hmm. uh, because, again, I spend a lot of time on planes and you won't get jammed up for having, you know, too much liquid. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. these five hour energy drinks, I just put a couple in the bottom of my bag. I never have to deal with it unless I need one, which is very rare. Or if mm-hmm. the client wants one, you know. Um, yeah. So so I've got that, uh, the tie pin, you know, just stuff like just yeah. that can, for convenience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got a real small medical bag that I kind of carry in the bottom mm-hmm. of my go bag. And it's just got, you know, you know, some band-aids in it, you know what I mean? Uh, some, some, some aspirin in it, you know what I mean? Uh, some stuff for your stomach if you got an upset tummy, you know, things like that. So just some mm-hmm. basics that go in that bag. And then I got a bigger medical kit mm-hmm. and I'll break that down depending on where we're going. The boo-boo kit and then the medical kit. Yes, uh, exactly. I'll be seeing you with this mush. Is it mush? What is it? <laughs> your mush, bro. Yeah, well, what's That's the mush? Right, right. Is, it, is it good? Is it bad? What is it? Bro, well, bro. I mean, it's much, it's, you know. He's, he's, he's like, speaking of much, I just had on the <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, so my big thing, bro, is that I, mm-hmm. I have to eat all of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you never know like when my next meal it. is. Yeah. Yeah, that too, right, because I'm vegan. But I never know when my next meal is coming. So whenever I have the app chance, I, I, I try to eat. So I okay. discovered this stuff called mush. And what mush is, is basically it's, it's oatmeal. But it's overnight oats. Okay. And uh, so they figured out a way to make oatmeal not taste nasty if you eat it cold, hmm. uh, but it's, but it's okay. higher protein and um, it's higher protein and it's really convenient because it's, it's in these little self-serve packages. I can't believe I don't have any right now. Uh, yeah. See these little self-serve packages, comes with a spoon. I throw a couple in my go bag and throughout the day, you know, I get hungry, I just crack one open and, and eat it, man. And just and get a bump of energy. Super, super convenient. Yeah, I mean, but it's, you know, it's good in carbs and stuff. So you keep that energy consistent throughout mm-hmm. the day. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's good in protein, so. Okay, uh, good to go. Yeah, so yeah, check check that spot out right there. Okay, mush, boom. <laughs> mush. Are, are there any uh, any pieces of gear you don't carry because of negative experiences? Uh, like specific ones? I don't know. Yeah, like uh, anything guess, you're like, yo, you kind of touched on one a little bit earlier uh, when you were mentioning getting jammed up over having something at uh, the bands, but. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, I just, I, what I try and not do, uh, what I try is to not have too much techie equipment with me. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, um, if I know I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff international, because I just know it, it could just slow up the process uh, yeah. with, with customs um, or just uh, the various TSAs. So I, I try and simplify the wires and things like that that I have mm-hmm. uh, going with me uh, to various degrees of success. Yeah. You know, because, you know, so much, all your stuff needs to have some type of charge, et cetera. Uh, but, I can't think offhand of some stuff that I would I would intentionally stay away from, but yeah. I constantly go through because just how I kind of came up on this actual pack itself. This this I, I go through and I I field test a lot of packs. Okay. So I'll you know I'll see one or I hear about one and I'll test it. And I'll I'll put it through the ringer and, uh, and just because I'm in such a variety of environments mm-hmm. that my bags get beat up. You know yeah. what I mean. So I'm looking for things that are durable that'll. You know what I mean? That are are are, are, are comfortable. That right? That, that are going to hold up and stuff. Uh, so I might be paying a little bit more initially on the price point for the quality, but okay. I'll keep them. But I'll keep them for years, ideally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to something that's just going to break down right away, tear, rip. I mean, heaven forbid, bro. You got your your bag, and there's a hole in your bag, and you lose the contents of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you know. And it's not, and this is uh, another piece that, particularly in in the environment that 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 I that I work in, uh, um, in my wheelhouse, is you're sometimes carrying the client's contents, 
Mm-hmm. And some of those things could have a really high value to them. You know what I mean? Really so I'm a, a really high value. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, so, you know, you can't like, plus you okay, my bag has a hole in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's, I, I've noticed when I bought cheap luggage, I had to buy like four of them to make up for the one exactly. I bought and it ends up being the same expenditure. It, it, it did the math. Time. <laughs> Fat, bro, it's the same thing. Like you either pay for it now, you pay for it later. So yeah. uh, now, and, and I'll, I've learned that the hard way sometimes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I've, I've said, okay, well, this is on sale. So I'm going to pick this up, you know, yeah. and I end up regretting it. So I, I know one bag that, that, um, that I do use a lot. Uh, I don't have it here right now is I use Oakley bags a lot. Those are pretty yeah. durable. And again, because the brand is is um, it's so widespread now, nobody thinks of you know what I mean. It just looks like you yeah. know guys carry cool. okay, That's gonna cool. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So nobody's thinking about it in a tactical sense to say, oh, this guy's security or you yeah, know, what's in that bag. They just you know, yeah, it's it's an Oakley bag. So right. that's a bag, but it's it's um, those are pretty durable, and I've definitely put them through the ringer. You know, uh, they've been beat up a lot, but they they they. Um, they say the test, you know, the Tumi bags you talk about, mm-hmm. Tumi bags are good. Those are durable. I think they have a lifetime warranty, right? Uh, now yeah. it's like only like, uh, now it's like two to five years. Really? It used to uh, be a lifetime warranty. I was disappointed because I called them recently and I was, and they were like, okay. I was like, noted. <laughs> you know how it is? Like, like, yeah, you know, I used to, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, we'll, talk, we'll see next time I got to go shopping again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Talk about this brand loyalty here. Yeah, right. Do you have any uh, <laughs> communication considerations? Uh, you guys carry radios on the road. Or every- yeah, yeah. I ca- yep, I, I carry radios. Um, uh, I use a Motorola okay. radio. There's nothing yeah. really special. Spe- there's nothing very fancy about it or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, it works for me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even remember the model number. Yeah. To me, that's just like a tool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I don't I don't get. You know, I, I just want to have clear I'm consistent saying, comps. Man. You know what I mean? If it don't work, I'll take it to the dude who knows how to make it work exactly. <laughs> and we'll get it Bro, fixed. That's, that's my philosophy there. So but I'm on yeah, other stuff. Yeah. So I, yeah, exactly. I don't I don't want to spend too much time thinking about that. And, and yeah. I know guys that are that are super into the that part of their gear. Yeah. Uh, I just I got so we, much other stuff going on. Just give me the thing that works, bro. Right. You yeah. Know what I mean? We need those guys. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. One thousand percent. Right. I just have so many things bouncing around in my head that sometimes yeah. I, I forget. But yeah, so um Okay. Uh, but I will tell you one thing that I use that works really. Do I have it with me? That works uh, from my side of. So my in ears. Yeah. So I use uh, Ear Hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Familiar with, with those guys or whatever. So I those, saw you did something on with them earlier. So that's yeah, so, I've seen them. Uh, so so these these Ear Heroes will go inside of the ear canal. Okay. Uh, and it's in stereo. So, okay. uh, so they're very discreet. Uh, mm-hmm. You put them in. You know, you have to look really close to see that you're you're actually wearing comms. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenge with those is is that they're horrible in loud environments. Because so, all the other air noise gets in. right, right? Because right, exactly. There's nothing blocking out the noise. You know, yeah. and they do come with the they come with a little bit of a foamy that you can use, but I haven't found that to be effective. Okay. So. Uh, so what I've done is it's kind of created a system where I use these air heroes, uh, which I think are great. Yes. As long as the environment is allowed. Mm-hmm. But then I then I also have mold done of my ear. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's like an ear plug. Yeah. Well, you did a review on them a while back. I remember seeing it. Right. I so did. So maybe you're showing YouTube them something or put the link on. It. Yeah, exactly. And so I so I take so I, so I basically put the uh, the air hero inside the canal. 
the mold, yeah. which blocks out the external sound, and then I can hear crystal clear. And awesome. so for loud environments, that's the way I run, and, yes. uh, and it works out really well. So, uh, so that's something I kind of keep with me, uh, although I don't have it in this bag right here. Mm-hmm. I talked about this. I came from one <laughs> residence to where I'm at right now. Yeah. So some, of my, some of my gear is kind of split between two different places at the moment. But, um, but that's something that I carry uh, in my gold bag uh, uh, in terms of for comms. Awesome. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, any other EDC? Go ahead. Boom. Yep. One thing I want to mention is the uh, international charges. Mm. So, like so it's the, 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 the multi-unit one, yeah. And the, the easiest way to buy it, although it's not the, not the least expensive way, is to just pick one up at the airport. Mm-hmm. But the airport, they'll have these multi-ones that you can use for a variety of different countries, you know. Yep. UK uses a different system than a lot of places in Europe, uh, which is different than some of the places in Africa. You know what I mean? Exactly. So Mm -hmm. so if you can buy one of these multi-unit all-in-one, it's going to help you a lot. And so what I do is, as opposed to buying four or five of those, I buy one of those and a little mini um, power strip. Mm -hmm. So then you plug the power strip into that, and then you can just run all your components off of the power strip. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, again, it's uh, you can always pick them up at an airport. Uh, although they charge you premium prices, mm-hmm. a lot cheaper than Amazon. Yeah, but if you get on Amazon or something like that, man, you'll get a lot more choices. Mm-hmm. Find one with a good review and you just won't get that airport markup. Right. And like for traveling, yo, it, I just want to drive it home. Keep Have a power strip with you. Keep that, that, that multi-charger by yes. two because yes. some hotels will run out of them and your client yep. might be hitting you up if you get there during like a peak season in the hotel in the hotel season and you'll like me i get to a hotel i call downstairs instantly i have people <laughs> make sure you right. get me a couple extra ones just because you know yes. have forbid the client loses them in the room or something happens cookie monster eats them whatever happens <laughs> you know someone comes over takes them I got backups already there. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the reasons why I love kind of having my own is, is mm-hmm. because uh, if I use the one at the hotels, you're rushing out, yep. uh, load your bag, you end up taking it with you, and they charge Ding. you like 100 euros. <laughs> yep. you know, stuff you're like, what the hell, this costs $20, you know? So, and they're uh, reviewing the rooms, and they're like, oh, <laughs> what happened in Elijah's yeah, room? What happened in yeah, yeah. This cat was up I, here running up the bill, yeah. And, and I can't tell you how many times the clients borrowed mine, didn't get it back from him, but I get the charge on it. So, yeah. so just little things to think about, bro. Yeah, man. That's good, man. This is a lot of little things to think about, but solid EP game, man, in this, in this little like conversation. Uh, I, I think if there's anything in terms of a takeaway, man, is, is that at least for me, I, I try and keep my go back practical. Practical for the environment that I'm in, and again, I, I do a lot of redundancy. So mm-hmm. my bag might be twice as heavy, but it's because mm-hmm. I got stuff for myself and I got stuff for the client. Yes. So principally, practicality and redundancy. That's those are the takeaways. Practicality, redundancy, and then you had, I mean, with the camera and stuff like that, you had some things for some kind of some covert stuff. Yeah, that was the, that's some good stuff. Uh, very good stuff. So, nah, man, that's that's basically it. Unless you have anything else, no, nah, bro. Uh, you know, again, thanks for having me on, man. I look yes, forward sir. to 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 checking out the segment, particularly since I know you got some other guys on there. Yeah. And for me, it's always cool to you know see somebody else's viewpoint, etc. You know. Yeah. Oh, I, I tell you one thing that is, mm. it's almost near the top of the list mm. for what I do. 
but again, this is one of those things that I talk about is like the reality of business versus like the fantasy. Yeah. As you're thinking about, you know, all these weapons and stuff that they're going to carry in their bag, I'm going to take the thing that that I need to have all the time. Huh. A Sharpie. A Sharpie. (laughs) A Sharpie. Because, you know, if somebody's coming up and they're going to ask for a photograph, you know what? We're going to try not to do a photograph. You know what? But if somebody comes up and they're going to ask for an autograph, that's really quick that we're going to do. But if we got to look for a pen, got to look for a marker, they got to go back to their car, they got to do all these things, then we're sitting on the X. So yes. instead, if I can just reach in my pocket and pull this out, yes. in two seconds, we're on our way. Man, you know, solid game. You know, it, it, you know, it costs you 25 cents. You put it in your bag. You always have one on hand or whatever. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the guys that work with me, they tell you all the time, if we're out moving around, I go, hey, you got a Sharpie. And they don't, I give them crap about it because, because when, when they're in that number one position yeah. and the client goes to them and say, hey, do you have a Sharpie? Yeah, he's you put sand the, out. The you should have a Sharpie to put in that hand. is, bro. Yes, for sure. You yeah. know? Uh, so again, this is something that, you know, you know, a lot of guys that are running a gun and they're not thinking about that. And that's fine because mm-hmm. it, 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 they don't need to worry about that. But in what I do, yeah. And in the clientele that I work with, this is very important to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it makes my life easier because, again, we don't have to sit on the X waiting for this fan to find a marker, find a pen. Maybe it writes, maybe it doesn't, et cetera. Uh. You know? Or if they don't have a marker, they go, hey, can I take a picture? And then we got to do all the things that all the exposure that comes with taking that picture because when they take the picture then somebody else wants to take the picture, et cetera. So. <laughs> yep. That's a solid game because you take... Taking a picture is one of the best ways to get yourself held up and have to break yeah, up. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's a People don't even know you're quiet. They just like want a picture now. They're like, who, can I have a picture too? And then you see them walking away being like, I don't even know who this is. You know what I mean? Like, right. And, or you say yes to three people, then you say no to the fourth person, and all of a sudden, you're an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> You know? And we're supposed to be protecting the brand. So this, yeah. this, just, just having this in your bag eliminates a whole lot of things down the road, which is what we try and do it in all segments of our profession. Absolutely. Know? Risk mitigation. Risk mitigation. That's what's up, man. That's solid stuff. My God. Pre- yeah, man. That's solid stuff. I appreciate your time, Elijah. It's always, always good. Yo, if you guys haven't, get his book. Get, what was it again? The introduction to... Like this book? That book. Exactly. <laughs> you mean the plugs, right? Yes. I haven't read it yet, but I've heard awesome things about it. An introduction to celebrity protection in Turin. Uh, it's by me and Dale June. Hey, man, I can just send you a copy. How about that? Dude, I, I'd be an honor. I'd be glad. Yeah, I'd be cool. yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I got a marker. I get a <laughs> Yeah, right, right. <laughs> what happens, bro? We got this. He's framed back here. Have you seen it in the episodes? <laughs> My man. Awesome. I enjoy talking to you, man. Always, always an honor and a pleasure, man. And uh, yeah, I guess, brother, until we meet again, this is going to be a good one to throw into the queue. All right, right, brother. Talk to you soon. All right, talk soon. Out. Boom. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what 
helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place by teaching people how to protect themselves and the mindset behind that, the lifestyle behind that. You guys are already killing it. $1 a month, $5 a month, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Whatever you can do that you know you would probably just lose in the mattress anyway or spend on McDonald's. Hey, you want to put it towards something that's going to good use? Put it towards a podcast and get involved in our, our Patreon account at executiveprotectionlifestyle.com. And if you want to find me, that's byronrogersmotivation.com. Um, you know, do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can to that Patreon account because it makes all of these things possible, ladies and gentlemen. So much love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for making those contributions. You guys rock. We're already doing amazing there. And it's just because of you guys. So thanks once again for those contributions. Boom. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Executive Protection Lifestyle Podcast. This whole entire thing actually just started off as a Facebook group that blew up and is one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing Executive Protection uh, Facebook group online. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and check us out at Executive Protection Lifestyle. Dot com. If you want to find me, that's Byron Rogers Motivation.com. And I'm on all the social media platforms Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. So until the next podcast, y'all, stay sharp out there. And as I say it, one mind, many weapons. Talk soon. Out.